everyone, let's do it. It's Wacky Wednesday here at Corked Stats, powered by the Mayo Media Net, presented by Jock Market, that brand new fantasy app where we actually make money. And man, if you were wrong with us yesterday, you woke up with a pillow stuffed with green paper this morning. Yes, yes, y'all, and you don't stop. Big John, come rocking the big shot. It's your host, the big dude with the big mouth of the Big Apple. Welcome back. Here we go. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the audio-only pod here at Mayo Media Net. Make sure when you download that Jock Market app, you use the promo code MMN. They're going to match the first 100 bucks for free. We have 11 shows left in Cork Stats before we make the move over to the mix on the Mayo Media Net. I'm going to be, I'm going to go bother them. How about we try and get another promo code for the start of NFL season for, you know, all the loyal downloaders, subscribers, and players out there. I don't know how happy they're going to be that we're taking their money, but hey, let's see. You never know, man. <laughs> right? It's worth a shot. Always kick the tires. Here we go. It's the fastest show in MLB. Absolutely anywhere. You take that bad boy to the bank. Man, go cash that one every single day. I'm telling you, man, you go spin the jukebox, spin the Rolodex, you pick a random show from April or June, August. It won't matter. We're coming at you 115 EV off the crack of the bat with the three pillars of profit we do in daily DFS jock market the overlay into total base props do some fantasy stuff today we're going to mine the advanced statistical leaderboard second half leaders on the starting pitcher and and then a couple of those bets which finally oh my goodness man we doing good or what of course it started out really disappointing we were looking for that low over St. Louis Colorado bases loaded first inning they didn't get it they did not cash the F5 however I think that might have been the only loss we had we smashed all of the F5 team totals that was Detroit plus 115 that was a smash then the other two, Cincinnati and Oakland, we paired those together, plus 200. That was a smash. The base hit parlay, that was Wisdom and uh, Derek Hall. That was a smash. Derek Hall went yard. We're starting to really catch fire, right? As we, if we've made the shift into the things that the model has really picked up on the strength with, remember, every season is a little bit different. And the books have been messing with us. They're not posting plays. I'll give you a teaser for today before we get into it. I like the Pirates, F5 with Romanzi Contreras going up against Rich Hill. Good luck finding that bet. It's not posted anywhere. So that is really part of it, right? People asking about records and track record and that's why sometimes it really not say it doesn't matter but it's all about your ability to kind of you know lean into the changes are you going to be stubborn are you going to be adaptive are you back testing the new process that's what we've been doing the last couple weeks i've been back testing these f5 team total overs oh my goodness the 1.5s hit at a ridiculous rate when the model is screaming at a plus nine above if you don't know what I'm talking about, you follow me on Twitter at MLB Moving AVG on the Bird app. Links are to the Patreon page, but don't worry, it's free. It's just to host everything all in one spot. In case you don't want to hear me yammer or tweeting out stupid things, you just check out the MLB Moving Averages Patreon page. All this is thanks to Patty M. Mayo. If you appreciate it, get up in the comments, let them know how we're doing. And the best thank you is a five-star review for that audio-only pod. If you haven't done it yet this season, that is the best thanks. If you want this show back, I think that's the best way to do it. Right? You haven't paid to listen to it I just shoot it real I'm real as it could be you haven't paid for the hard work I've done if you want to see it again like you go leave a review I don't know it's going to take you like two or three minutes best I can do for you man I don't want your money I want your cartoon fingers press that like button alright let's get up into it it's the stack attack we're going to run it back 
and stay in the black. Presented by Jock Mark at the 817 stack attack. Give me the Rangers going up against Adam Aller. I want to stop really quick. This is a hat tip to the community that we've been building. And I want to shout out my boy Prop Bomb at Prop Bomb, P-R-O-P-B-O-M-B. If you're unfamiliar with his work, he is one of the goats out there in the Twitter streets, Prop Wizard Data Analyst. He's with, you know, Prize Picks, FTN, where I was really, really digging my dude. We and him have got together, and he is like, I love it, man. People that are into this the way that we are. I'm mentioning this because I want to start building the pathway to help everybody if I am not doing baseball stuff at this level. Level. So I want to make sure that you guys know me and, you know, you mess with him, you mess with me, you mess with him, and he was DMing me with pics at like 2.30 in the morning, God knows, man, I absolutely love it. So shout out to my dude, let's get into it, because I know that he was on this one, I'm not going to spoil his play, you got to follow him, but it does have something to do with this game. So give me the Rangers against Adam Aller, 7-2-6, ERA 1-2-8, with 9-65 OPS, all those going to get you in trouble, the FIP, XFIP, Sierra, and deserved ERA, all north of 6, bit of validation for the poor, ERA 13%. K way too low. A 12% walk is way too high. A 1% K minus walk gonna land you on the midnight bus to Tuscaloosa. He gets forced into the zone. The running theme here at Cork Stats, as always, we're reverse engineering these power profiles. They're generally not always bad pitchers. The arsenal is not robust. They end up having to force a subpar or just mediocre fastball into the zone, and we know major league hitters are good at hitting those. 52% fly ball, 11% barrel. Once they get to that contact, that's led to the plus. 400 expected Woba on contact and almost two and a quarter home runs per nine. Those are all those juicy stats we're always looking for to expect the Rangers to get it all or get them early. But my man, in this day and age of 2022, keeping inclusivity in mind, which is all oh so important, he doesn't care what side of the plate you hit from. He stinks regardless. Minimum 282 BA 556 slug against lefties and righties, so leave the split button alone. Each side has hit six home runs already. The issue is the fastball bin. Now, there I go. I mentioned the uh, having a robust pitching arsenal. Again, one of the part piece of the nuance in the context, that I believe, that you really get here and maybe nowhere else, right? We're not just splitting it, but showing you how and why. you got to be careful. I'm really not buying these pitchers trying to split a fastball into three pitches and claiming it as three. Now, granted, if you have like a really good breaking profile and you start to split your fastball, that's probably going to take you to another level. But if you don't have a great breaking profile and you start to split your fastball, what do you get? Here's a bunch of bad fastballs. Let me show you what I mean. So you get the four-seamer, 27% of the time, 550x slug, 15% whiff rate. None of those any good, but 27% is a feature pitch primary. Let's say primary. Probably above 30, I go feature over 40 is like a hyper use. Then we get the cutter, 27 use, 465 x log, 25 whiff. Now the 25 whiff is pretty good for a fastball. It really is, but the 470x log is probably indicative of location issues. Also, 27 use, another primary pitch. And then you get the sinker. 14 use, so a touch lower, but still a secondary at 14. 951 X-Log at 9% width. You gotta scrap that one, but Put it together, what do you got besides bippity bobbity boop You're talking about like 65 to 70% of the entire arsenal is a fastball, right? So if you're looking at Savant, you see, oh, do, 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 you see different columns. My nose is making my nose, it's like crazy. So that's how you know this one is true. My daughter would say that. I don't know if that's one of those things. But keep an eye on the bad fastballs. So we're going to be looking at bad fastball hitters. Give me Corey Seager. Last 90 days, 163 plate appearance against righties. Give us our DGen triple slash. That's B-A. ISO OPS, remember, ISO 
counts extra base hit rate. It's isolated for that. That's exactly what it is. OPS counts walks, which don't count for total base props or single props. Of course, if you're in a jock market streets, it's about OPS. It's about plate appearances, pushing those guys in the front third to the four. That stuff really, really matters. So that's a 307, 259, 56. We're always looking at ISO at 250 or above. That's 25% extra base hit rate. Assuming for plate appearances, we're hoping to get it done for Seager. But especially, I wanted to zoom back out or zoom in to zoom out on the right-handed fastball bin on the year. 80% contact. This is Seager. 60% hard hit rate. 17 barrel. 11 blast. Checking all the boxes. Nearly 460 expected. Woba and 12. Shamalama ding dongs for Seager. I think he's going to do some damage today. Then give me Nathaniel Low, Big Nate. Last 30 days, 77 plate appearances against righties. 48 hard hit, double digit barrel. Led to the 324, 254, 954. Triple slash. Love the BA. Oh, above 300 when we're looking for those single props. Really look for guys that are high contact, high average, at least at the time when we're in that top side wave that we often talk about. Eight extra base hits. In that span against righties for low. And then Adolis Garcia, last month, 76 plate appearances, 324, 197, 890. So the power metric's a bit lower. I'd probably be looking at Garcia more of a backfill for daily or a cheap play for jock market, right? So you see, I know it's a lot of numbers, but the model hits, but then we still have to kind of move the pieces in the right place. And I think now we're really seeing a lot of people are seeing professionals, amateurs, and others as the landscape changes, right, the, I mentioned the books pulling F5. I mentioned us getting into F5 team totals, getting into player props, parlaying single props, right? You kind of need to know where to move all these pieces. It's not as easy as some people ask, oh, if the model hits, can I just run total base props? Now, listen, if the odds are really good, granted, if you did them all at an even price, you might have a winning venture every single day. You really might. Because some of them are plus 145. Less because I think the vast majority of them hit, okay? So, again, I'm very proud of the model, very confident in its output. But, again, you must understand how to read it and use these things. All that stuff really, really matters. Garcia last month against righties and that fastball bin 14% bow rate. So again, he's going to be looking for that fastball, that hyper usage when you put them all together. So don't be surprised with Garcia again. A lot of times got to be careful chasing the last seven, chasing the last 14 when we find these kind of underpinning matchups. You know, hitters that really, really hit that certain pitch well that they know they're going to see some. Trust me, these guys have all, these teams have all the access that we do. Or at least I hope if they don't give me a call. You know what I mean? I'll let your boy. I'll come get your probably team BA up. You know, a couple bips right off the bat, man. Just doing the thing we do. All right, they give me those buckos. Wearing a black and yellow, black and yellow against Rich Hill on the season. 475 ERA, 135 whip, 802 OPS. Not really generally the attack metrics that we're looking to get after, but check it out. The swing strike rate, single digit, which we like. The chase rate below 29, which we really like. Leading to that in-zone contact rate up at 89, which we really like. Now, Hill has kept the ball on the ground to a 40% clip, but, but, but the big shaking bunny is he is getting hit hard. He does have the elevated line drive rate. That number is over 22. And a plus 6% blast. He's getting hit hard. So, like, I think the thinking is this. It's not a home run thing, right? But you don't just have to give up home runs in order to get beat around the yard. 
his elevation profile is a bit lower. But line drives are really getting you hurt in this environment with the humidors this year. So Hill has been an issue. And then we've had a tale of two seasons. First five games out, 2.89 ERA, like a 1.10 whip. Last 11 times out, it's gone off the rails. Nearly six ERA, 1.5 whip, almost two home runs per nine. Righties on the year have a 2.71 BA, 8.30 OPS. They've hit nine of the 10 home runs. And the fastball is just junk, man. It's 88 miles an hour, 40% use. Let's just right off the bat, I just don't care how good it is. And it's not any good. And it's allowed a 5.0. Eight expected slug. So I think things kind of coming apart for Hill. I believe Pittsburgh will get to him. Of course, we love that the public hates Pittsburgh. And gosh, it's really, really hard to cap the Pittsburgh offense right now. They are just rotating through people. If you look at that lineup tracker again, high recommendation, my highest recommendation, go to fangraphs.com. Over to the right, the big banner says roster resource. Click on that. You get the drop down. It goes right to 2022 lineup tracker all at once. Beep, beep, beep. And I just can't do it any better. It's color-coded, blocked. You get to see line of placement and against the handed hitter, pitcher, I should say. And it's really one of the main tools that I use when doing this. It really, really matters. So one of the things that we got him was Kevin Newman. He's leading off against lefties, right? If you're not leading off against righties and leading off against lefties, that's something that we want to know. A lot of times it's not reflected in the book price. So... Kevin Newman last month against lefties, 417 average, 125 ISO, 1042 OPS, three doubles in that span. Again, we're not going to be looking for power. I don't even know if I'd be looking for the total bases, but Newman checking a lot of boxes, and Jock Market in particular, love the extra base, love that it'll probably be low-owned, he'll probably be low-priced, got to get behind Newman today. Also, in that span, wanted to mention 92 contact, 483 expected wobble. So, you know, he is hitting it hard, and he's making a ton of contact. The things that we're really looking for, for the singles. I think that might have been, probably that's the mistake I've made thus far. The singles that I've missed have been more power hitters, and that almost doesn't make sense. If they're going to get the ball in the bat, let's look for the plus odd on the extra base hit. And these players, really the kind of guys that check boxes for single play. So Kevin Newman, keep an eye on him today. And Rodolfo Castro, since the call-up, he's had 13 plate appearance against lefties. It's not much, but he can hit him. 22 barrel, 11 blast, 417, 583, 1462. He has four extra base hits, three extra base hits, I'm sorry, two doubles, and a home run in those 13 plate appearances against lefties. So no one knows who Castro is. That's exactly the kind of stuff we're looking for. I think he's batting sixth or seventh, so that makes the total base play kind of difficult, right? Again, I'm always trying to layer the context because that is exactly what matters. In my opinion, if we're going to be looking at these from a long like a back review. You know, again, I've really just started this, so we're, the testing has really just begun. However, you can see where that matters. you got to maximize plate appearances. Yesterday, we were very fortunate, right? We had Patrick Wisdom on deck when Contreras hit into a fly ball double play in extras to leave us up a run. We needed the run line. We ended up getting it done. You know, sometimes it's better to be lucky to be good. That's why full game lines are set the way they are. Because the books know at a certain point, you hit a certain point in a baseball game where there's so many variables, it's random. That's what people don't want to tell you, which is why I did so well at F5 money lines. Not because I predict the future, but because we got a lot of pushes on favorites. And instead of losing the juice, I got that money back. So, all right, let's get into it. 
Last stack, we want the Guardians from a Cleveland. Going up against Daniel, Chuck Norris, 6 ERA, one four four whip, 800 OPS, FIP, PCRA, DERA. That's deserved the array, all north of 5. 29% K, very high, but the 15% walk rate is just as high. The 80% in zone contact rate, also pretty good. He could win in the zone, but he doesn't get ahead. So it's going to be a matter of that. He's like, if, he, if he's if he got his good stuff, you could have an issue with him. He still does miss. But if he's got his bad stuff, you might eat his lunch today. He's keeping the ball down, but he also suffering from that high line drive rate with the double-digit barrel, so you don't expect to hear 45 ground ball, but 12 barrels, 7 blast, almost 2 home runs per nine. so you can get at Norris. They are looking to stretch him out, even 4 and 2 thirds last time out, through 65 pitches, so I think this time they're looking for a full run, which is why we can go after him. I usually avoid openers, but the Detroit bullpen kind of sticks anyway, they're not very good. So, uh, even either way of this, like even if as our target we don't necessarily get him, I don't think it really, don't think it really matters because the Jordan again is not great. It's the fastball that's been at the major issue, throwing it a third of the time. Seven sixty expected slug, only thirteen width, fifteen inch vertical, pretty bad. Seven inch horizontal run, also pretty bad. So that fastball has got to be corrected. He's missing middle middle and getting punished for it. Let's give. Ahmad Rosario a run today, last 60 days, 48 plate appearances against lefties, 82 contact, double-digit barrel, 241, 295, 10, 32, 7 extra base hits with a 429 expected wall ball. The batting average a touch low there, but the rest of the unimpending stats are good. I think that might be a bad issue. I think even what I said about batting average, I think you can get with Rosario on a single play. Today, he's probably going to bat first or second also. And then give me Jimenez. Even though he is lefty and Norris is pretty good against them, the last 20 plate appearances against lefties, Jimenez, 278, 278, 3 extra base hits. But what I was looking at more than anything was the way he hits left-handed fastballs, and it's not a split he is afraid of. He sits on them. 84 contact, 10 barrel, 5 blast, plus 400 expected Woba. That's Andres Jimenez against left-handed fastballs. So, again, I think the lefty-on-lefty thing tends to suppress jock market prices. We don't want to be afraid of that. So that will do it for the stack attack in the first pillar of profit. We got eleven episodes left, baby. Ah, can you believe it? I can't believe it. Got to thank everybody again, and hopefully that you know chunk of granular analysis that you really can't find anywhere else. Like, good luck with that. If someone else was doing it, maybe I feel like I would have to, you know, at this level. So please hit the like button because that stuff matters so so much. All right, do the fantasy thing that we do. You have the starting pitcher expected stat, second half leaderboard with minimum of three games started for the audio-only listeners. I'll walk you through the leaderboard. Again, these are not things to overreact to. This is more for deeper leagues, but also, I think, for 12-teamers. And, you know, 10 when it comes to pitching, maybe less of 10 because, you know, there is some depth there in the, in the waiver wire. For 12s, these are the guys you're going to be looking for late next year in drafts. Guys, be circling if you decide you want to get into best ball and draft and holds like I do to stay sharp around the uh, year. Hit me up. I'll get you set up for all that stuff. It's a, a lot of fun. And they're really low price points. Right? It's not me trying to suck you into burning your money. You can get like 5 or $10 best balls. So there's, I almost feel like there's no reason to get a $10 best ball. That's a double up also. So if you're finishing the top half, you double your money. It's really low fruit. You know, it's it's a little bit more difficult than it used to be, but still, it's really low fruit and it keeps you sharp and keep you into these and help you find market movement. But again, these are the guys to be looking for. So it's interesting pitchers inside the top with 55 in whiff rate, and then on the right side is expected Woba, of course. These two things work together pretty well. Can you get swing and miss? And then if you contact is allowed, do you suppress hard contact? So it's Reed Detmers, Braxton Garrett, Brady Singer, and Alex Cobb all at 30%. 
or above all guys we've circled or very familiar names if you're rolling with a hunt they're on the majority of our teams are either guys that we drafted or have added I have the tweets to prove it we were banging the drum for Detmers and Garrett Singer and Cobb because of this show these are guys that lit up the leaderboard a little bit early we add them just to speculate and then boom there you have it JT Brubaker that's been a tough one but it's more of a context thing the Pirates holding it back a touch I think he has been lighting up the boards again he'll be somebody I'll be targeting next year Matt Manning getting swings and whiffs that I didn't necessarily expect. I thought of him more as a contact guy. Keep an eye on Manning. Same for Dane Dunning, 27%. With Carter Crawford, Mike Clevenger, and Ranger Suarez to round out the list. Manning, Dunning, and Crawford, maybe not guys in particular to think about whiffs, but remember, pitchers do add things. So these are guys we want to highlight to look at. Clevenger, who was a strikeout guy, then became a contact guy. Remember, it's in there. He might be able to combine the two things. We might see a Mike Clevenger next year that really gets back to form and puts all those pieces together. Keep an eye on Clevenger. And then Ranger Suarez, we've seen some changes going on in some subsequent production. So if uh, Suarez is available in more shallow leagues, even like a 10, I think he's a guy that can help you down the stretch. Then let's get into x Woba. So remember, this is more pre- contact suppression. But I'd say anybody on both lists has been an auto-add. So let's do the auto ads. Been Ranger Suarez, 26 with 234 X Woba since the All Star break. Just phenomenal, man. Really, really great stuff. Alex Cobb, who was my dark horse for, you know, uh, dark horse starting pitcher fantasy MVP as a pitcher. You know, the ob- my obvious was Woodruff, obvious, dur, you know, like a superstar. But my lesson was Alex Cobb. Look, he's been great. He's been great. And we're getting strikeouts. I told you. I told you, man. These The pendulum swings. There are people who got caught bait and stuff like that. I actually think the Giants might have a strong second half. They just got to get a little healthier on offense. Then wrap it up with Dunning, lining up both sides again. Guy, I'm definitely going to circle. I was, in, I was a Dunning guy when he first came up. He disappointed me with the lack of strikeouts. He's starting to get it. Same for Austin Voth, a guy that I was into. Now, pitchers are going to Baltimore and getting better. That's also something we want to think about. What organizations are maximizing efficiency and who is bad at it? That stuff matters. Wrap it up with Jeffrey Springs with Tampa Bay, who we have on a ton of teams, and Braxton Garrett, the same as well. Man, Garrett, 31 with 291 x Woba since the All-Star break. Garrett, really, really good. I think he might have even had some bad results. Perfect. All right, great, because then they're going to correct, so then the wins are coming. Like, that's how I look at it. Show me a good pitcher with bad results, and I'll show me somebody. I'll show you somebody. Um gonna back a wiki doki that's the second pillar o pillar o profit here at cork stats take a second to rate review and subscribe press the like button help us out on the way out the door keep an eye out for the football show it's been going on every week i know people are digging it yeah i come at football really hard i'm a bit different i really i think it's interesting because for baseball the numbers i use in football i don't football i just challenge stuff i wouldn't say i don't use any stats i data back my arguments but it's not anything it's not anything like my baseball stuff, and to be honest, it's not anything like a lot of the football stuff out there, and I know that, and I'm okay with that. I actually think a lot of the X stats are being misused in NFL. I think a lot of stats in general are being misused in NFL. I think the samples are too small and disproportionately affected by injuries, which, when corrected, would throw those stats out the garbage. So you could see what I'm getting at. Garbage in, garbage out. Let's do some gold in, gold out. We are starting to make moolah. And... Looks like I'm going to be taking the kitties down to Disney right as soon, like as soon as I wrap this last show on the 31st, and we say farewell to Cork Stats for the 2022 season. I can't believe it. A bit earlier, you know, but 
such is life. You know, we we're going to do the full pivot into football. And I had a great, great time. And I hope people really learned and enjoyed, you know, what we were doing. And again, looking forward to what we have in the future. I mean, I feel like the production value is excellent. I think this show is ready, you know, to get to the floor. So, all right, let's do it. Make some money, money, money. Okay, first up, let's do the home run tracker first. So I have one home run play. It's at plus 300. I will play a home run call when it's at plus 300. The reason I wound up here was because of the numbers. The base hit prop was ridiculous, like minus 350, minus 380. I don't like to pair base hits unless I can get them to plus 100. The total base prop that I think was like minus 135, I don't like to pay that either. But the home run was plus 300. So I'm going to go with that. We mentioned it. All are really struggling with the fastball and the cutter. 11 home runs from that fastball bin together. Seager has 12 home runs against righties last 90. Day, um, year to date, I'm sorry, against those fastball bins. Sorry, 9 home runs against righties last 90 days. 12 home runs against the fastball bin year to date. Sorry about that. But, you know, you get really granular. Some of your slip. That was a nice little correction right there. So, for me, Corey Seager is going yard against Adam Aller. And then the Oakland bullpen also not Great. So I think we get it done today from Seeger. And then let's put those F5 team totals that I was mentioning to the four. I think it's really important to be back testing and highlighting when you model like I do. If you're unfamiliar, hop on board, follow along at MLB Moving AVG on the Bird app. MLB moving averages on Patreon, but again, it's all free. I'm not pumping shilling, nothing. It's all free. We don't want your money. We want your cartoon fingers. We want your rates and stuff like that because we just want to keep putting the show on. You know, that's what I do. So I want to keep doing what I do, and I don't want your money, but you can help me for free. By all means, do exactly that. These team totals have been a smash success. I've been destroying stuff in the background, and I'm sorry if I if you, if anyone feels like, oh, why would you be holding back? Especially when we weren't doing great a couple weeks ago, and I'm like winning otherwise. I had to back test this and make sure that it was passing the sniff test before I go live. And that's been part of it. But they are good to go. Model strength definitely matters. Didn't have to make any adjustments. Didn't have to do anything. Really, really, the model is awesome with these. Uh, gosh, we have hit five in a row, eight of the last nine. Just totally rock and roll right now. Just really, really killing it. And you saw it including plus money hits. So, like, these, these are where it's at. So... Let's do it really quick before we get out of here. For the audio-only listeners, I've got Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh. So that's the Rays and the Pirates. Both of them have to go over one and a half. These are available on DraftKings. I know friendly with Pat and the fam here. So get on over to DraftKings. F5, team total over 1.5. We need two runs through five. Okay, I love me a low bar. So first up, we got Tampa going up against Domingo Herman, his fastball to righties has a nearly 700 X slug. This feels like more like a name brand thing than anything. 418 whip, 418 ERA, 144 whip, and 829 OPS on the year from Herman. 25% line drive rate allowed his Sierra at five and a quarter, 91% in zone contact. So he's going to be coming in the zone, like we mentioned, the elevated. Line drive rate because of the elevated hard hit rate, 45.5 hard hit, one and a half home runs per nine. Righties have a 934 OPS. This is a misprice, and this is the new edge. So this is where we have finally found. Remember if you mentioned again at the out open of the show, if you're fast-forwarding just to the bets, sorry, I'm leaving nuggets of goodness all the way throughout. you got to go back to the beginning. When I mentioned why I was so successful in F5 betting, I was able to keep the lights on in New York City and feed a family with that as my primary source of income, it was because of the pushes. 
the percentage of pushes were eating up potential losses and keeping us in the black. Why am I mentioning that? They pulled those bets because they didn't want to give us the push. So now we're pushing up against these totals and we're putting the book in a very precarious situation. I don't happen to pay juice. These bets are at minus 130. They're viable at 130. I just don't pay it. So I'm packing them for 200. I know people are smashing them at 130. Again, what are we talking about? We're putting the book in a position to move this to two and a half. If it's at one and a half, minus 130, they don't want to make it two and a half. Everyone's going to be smashing you under. They're going to get their clocks cleaned. Even if they juice it, they're going to get clocks cleaned. So the correct answer for these, the correct probabilistic answer for the line is two but they don't want to eat the push so my prediction is they are going to disallow us parlaying (laughs) that's my guess whenever you try to figure out what the book is going to be it's going to be they're going to shut you down they're going to go u.s federal government on you they're going to shut you up they're going to shut you down they're going to turn off your account they're going to limit your stuff they're going to take away bets they're going to do anything that you think they might do they're going to do twice over especially if it's unethical because there is no regulation in the market which is another conversation for another day but until that stuff happens i'm telling you we are going to keep eating these give me the raise to go over one and a half runs against <clears throat> excuse me against Domingo, Herman, bit of a shock here. The raised offense, no, they haven't been great. I get it, I get it, I get it. But I don't know, man. It's just that easy. It's a pro it's a pro team with pro hitters against a not great pitcher and in a really great hitting environment. I mentioned this yesterday. I tweeted it as well. You can't be posting F5 1.5s in Cincinnati. Cincinnati is the new cores. Those are auto smashes. Both teams hit them. No one expected it. It's just it, whatever again you gotta sometimes you gotta go with the flow i know i'm very mathematically based very cold and data driven and analytical i'm very proud of that however in betting in gambling because it's so price dependent sometimes you just gotta call bs on the price right that is also a thing so then we want the pittsburgh pirates they're gonna hang two on rich hill i mentioned it before last 11 times out five eight era one five whip one and a half home runs per nine righties have an 830 ops have already hit nine home runs against him he's gonna be bringing an 88 mile an hour slow ball at 40 percent use with a 508 x slug so i think the pirates get it done again it's a bloop and a blast every time there's a man on base we have a chance to win that bet through five innings i love 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 Love, love, love with a capital L for love right on the forehead. Love these bets. So to wrap it up, give me Tampa and Pittsburgh over one and a half runs each for plus 203. Again, if you are not into parlays, which I understand, you're okay eating some juice. They're both viable at 130, but you're going to have to hit them fast because, of course, any bet we place moves the market at least 25 or 30 cents. Again, not sure if I'm proud of it. Not sure if we just happen to know what the market's going to do. Not sure if people are following us with big wallets, but whatever the case may be i don't really worry about that i just worry about what i can control right which is risk management right discipline being smart methodology process at the front so that will do it from the big dude on the big show court stats the fastest show in mlb absolutely totally anywhere man you kidding me about that download the jock market app use the code promo code mmn they're going to meet that first 100 bucks, and today is a perfect day for it because these are cheap players. You know, in fact, it's almost it almost feels like that. I think with the jock market, right, it's, it's, it's price over everything. In particular, 
the lineup placement. So if we identify a stack, a team, and you find a top third sub $4.50 player, you kind of run them, even if it's just a single share, because those are the ones that double and triple up and float the entire portfolio. I'm going to try and play some DraftKings DFS as well today. I love these winner-take-alls because I already capped. These are all 7 o'clock, by the way. If you want the afternoon stuff, I don't know. I'm on VSIN. I have an athletic deadline. I don't know if I'm going to get to it, but we'll see what we can. So enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. When we're done with the book, enjoy that pay, everybody. Man, I really hope you appreciate the hard work that goes into the show. I treat your time as precious as my own. I catch you on the flip side, and remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck, yo. Yeah.